hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. Oh my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know, Phone Boy. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's true. It is true. And what else is true is you are listening to The Lowest Effect, episode 56, where the show is made up and the content doesn't matter. And I'm Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. And some would say I'm phone boy. So we finally met the man whose shit doesn't stink. And to introduce this week's topic, we, of course, have a clip for you all. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Okay, well, that, you know that that song is all about a, about a story that happens at Thanksgiving. So, um, so yeah, and we will play Alice's Restaurant uh, um, as a as a poop loop sometime during the after party just for just for fun. Uh, you got to do that. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're gonna we're gonna you know, and, and for for years um, listening to No Agenda, you've heard JCD complain about the fact that, that, that Thanksgiving's a bogus holiday. Well, we dug into it, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But um, before we do, we want to remind everyone that this is a value for value podcast so if you get any value from the bs that we put in your ear holes you can return it by telling your friends about the show listening live at lotuseffect.stream you can troll along in our chat like mr sir bemrose often does at lotuseffect.chat and of course we always love to accept your voicemails at 253-237-3321 for our weekly refire topic which this week is what is your favorite dessert and what are you thankful for? So give us a call, 253-237-3321, and tell us about it. One ringy dingy. Two ringy dingy. And of course, Ernestine is not standing by, but Google Translator is and will mangle your transcript and you could end up as a show title. And don't forget, we also like those Fiat Fun coupons, those dead presidents, the cuck bucks, you know what we're talking about, the shit that inflation keeps costing us more of, and also the newest craze, we are fully bought in, we love us some crypto. So Satoshis, splash the walls. Yeah, that's right, and that's what that's what happens on our post show oftentimes. Uh, yeah, right. I, re- I realized I didn't have a notepad to write down show titles. It's like the most important part of my. You know, You're so unprepared today, Phone Boy. I, I, I know. Well, you know, I mean, but you know, but really, really, we we love we love it when people. If, if <laughs> boost me, bitch. Yeah, you know, you gotta that's have that. Right, yeah. saith the Podfather, and you know. If you're a No Agenda listener, that we often listen to the Podfather because we right. know what happens when you don't. That's right. So your uh, amygdala gets yeah, you're all big, like big, and yeah. you start watching that M5M, and the next thing you know, you're a fucking Republican. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, something like that. So, um, yeah, we, we, so, um, we, yeah, all of our things, uh, in the, in for boostergrams this week were, well, were song requests because, uh, after, after we, uh, after we do this, uh, we, we play some tunes on our stream and, uh, and we, we take requests. And if you, if you boostergram, you get to the top of the queue. So, um, so Phoenix boosts uh, Hundred Sat. She likes to spray the walls. She's she's uh, very good at that. Um, she says play Mom's song, which is uh, "Stand by You" by Rachel Platten. So we played that. Uh, we've also got another Phoenix for Hundred Sats. "Sex and Candy" Marcy's playground for the win. All right, so we played that. That was great. Weirdo boosted thirty three thirty three sats. Selena Gomez, good for you. And then we got a few other requests along those lines. Phoenix did a hundred sats. Something bad about to happen with Carrie Underwood. Okay, we did that. And another boost of a hundred sats. I'm rocking Cadillac three. Selena Gomez, a weirdo, boosted thirty three thirty three stats. Uh, Selena Gomez, bad liar. Dame Boosty Steed boosted with 33-33 sets. As long as there's Lovin' Tonight by the Mavericks. Um, Piranesi boosted 33-33 and said BTO Blue Color. And finally, Piranesi, 33-33 sets. Iggy Puck, Passenger. That's the kind of stuff we play in our post show. So uh, if you want to uh, be part of this Boostagram party, uh, get get it. And you don't have a podcasting app that sends Satoshis. Dude, take off all your clothes and go to nudepodcastapps.com because, yeah, you know, we, and, and, you know, and that way if you send us Satoshis, then we don't want your shit. Please, please don't send us your shit. shit. So there you go. That's yeah. the only thing we don't want. We don't want your shit. Don't send water. Don't send blankets. Just splash with cash. Splash with cash. All right. So uh, why don't we start this? Uh, why don't we start this uh, uh, deconstruction of uh, the, the, the turkey jive that is, uh, that is Thanksgiving? I think that sounds like a great idea. So Thanksgiving Day is an annual national holiday in the U.S. and Canada, celebrating the harvest and other blessings of the past year. It typically culminates in eating a seriously large quantity of food with family from all over. Now, the fairy tale that we've been sold is that the... 1621 harvest feast shared by the English colonists or the pilgrims of Plymouth and the Wampanoaga people. Now, the American holiday is particularly rich in legend and symbolism, and the traditional fare of the Thanksgiving meal typically includes turkey, bread stuffing, potatoes, cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie. With respect to vehicular travel, the, the holiday is often the busiest of the year as family members gather with one another. And American school children typically learn that the tradition dates back to the pilgrims who helped establish Plymouth Colony in 1620 in what is now Massachusetts. And as the story goes, friendly American Indian locals swooped in to teach the struggling colonists how to survive in what the Europeans called the New World. And then everyone got together to celebrate a feast in 1621. Bullshit. Yeah, in reality, Thanksgiving feast predate Plymouth, and the peace celebrated that day was tenuous. Plymouth's Thanksgiving began with a few colonists going out fowling, possibly for turkeys, but more probably for the easier prey of geese and ducks. Since they, in one day, kills as much as, served the company almost a week. Next 90 or so Wampanoaga... Or I should say, next, 90 or so Wampanoaga made a surprise appearance at the settlement's gate, doubtlessly unnerving the 50 or so colonists. Nevertheless, over the next few days, the two groups socialized without incident. 
The Wampanoaga contributed venison to the feast, which included the fowl and probably fish, eels, shellfish, stews, vegetables, and beer. Since Plymouth had a few buildings and manufactured goods, most people ate outside while sitting on the ground or on barrels with plates on their laps. The men fired guns, ran races, and drank liquor, struggling to speak in broken English and Wampanoaga. This was a rather disorderly affair, but it, was, but it sealed a treaty between the two groups that lasted until King Philip's War from 1675 to 1676, in which hundreds of colonists and thousands of Native Americans lost their lives. Yeah, but, um, you know, obviously peace didn't last, and so uh, Massasoit, the, the, the Wampanoag Paramount Chief, allied with English settlers after Plymouth was established and fought with the newcomers against the French and other local tribes. But, but you know, the alliance, of course, strained over time. And as thousands more English colonists moved to Plymouth, taking over more land, authorities asserted control over most aspects of Wampanoag life, according to the historic contact Indian people and colonists in today's northeastern United States. A study published in the journal uh, Ordinary Science Reviews estimated that disease had already reduced the New England indigenous population by 90% uh, in 1620. Uh, the, the Wampanoag continued to die from what the colonists called Indian fever, an unknown disease brought by early European settlers. At the, at the time, Massasoit's son, Metacomet, known to the English as King Philip, inherited leadership relations that had frayed, and his men were executed for the murder of the the. Puka Pog, uh, interpreter and Christian convert uh, uh, John Sasaman, uh, sparking King Philip's War. Wampanoag warriors responded with raids, and the New England Confederation of Colonies declared war in 1675. The, 1675, yeah, the war was bloody and devastating. So we had lots of wars before, yeah, the uh, you know, uh, before the Revolutionary War. Uh, um, Metacomet was beheaded and dismembered, and his head impaled on a spiked display for 25 years by columnists. Can can we do that with with Air Fauci, please? Uh, that would be just that would be. You know. I I vote yes. Yeah. Um, Medic, yeah, so uh, the war was just one of a series of brutal but dimly remembered early conflicts between Native Americans and colonists in New England, New York, and Virginia. The enduring holiday has al also nearly erased from our collective memory what happened between the Wampanoag and the English a generation later. Um, yeah, I guess I guess history is rewritten by the victors, right? Well, that's exactly it. Yeah. You know, look at what they're doing with the Civil War right now. But the modern Thanksgiving in America, it revolves around eating turkey. But this was more of an occasion for religious observance in past centuries. The pilgrims would most likely consider their sober 1623 day of prayer the first actual Thanksgiving, per the History of Massachusetts blog. Now, others pinpoint 1637 as the true origin of Thanksgiving, since the Massachusetts Bay Colony's governor, John Winthrop, declared a day to celebrate colonial soldiers who had just slaughtered hundreds of Pequot men, women, and children in what is now Mystic, Connecticut. The New England colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating Thanksgivings, days of prayer thanking God for blessings such as military victory or the end of a drought. Now, the U.S. Continental Congress proclaimed a national thanksgiving upon the enactment of the Constitution, for example. Yet, after 1798, the new U.S. Congress left thanksgiving declarations to the states. Some objected to the national government's involvement in a religious observance. Southerners were slow to adapt a New England custom. And others took offense over the days being used to hold partisan speeches and parades. 
a national Thanksgiving Day seemed more like a lightning rod for controversy than a unified force. Thanksgiving Day didn't become an official holiday till Northerners dominated the federal government. While sectional tensions prevailed in the mid-19th century, the editor of the popular magazine Godey's Ladies book, Sarah Josepha Hale, campaigned for a national Thanksgiving Day to promote unity. She finally won the support of President Abraham Lincoln on October 3, 1863, during the Civil War. Lincoln proclaimed a national day of Thanksgiving to be celebrated on Thursday, November 26th. The holiday was annually proclaimed by every president thereafter, and the date chosen, with few exceptions, was the last Thursday in November. Now, as the country became more urban and family members began to live further apart, Thanksgiving became a time to gather together. The holiday moved us away from its religious roots to allow immigrants of every background to participate in a common tradition. Thanksgiving Day football games began with Yale versus Princeton in 1876, enabled fans to add some rowdiness to the holiday even. Now, in the late 1800s, parades of costumed revelers became common, and in the 1920s, Gimbel's department store in Philly staged a parade of about 50 people with Santa Claus at the rear of the procession. And since 1924, the annual Macy's Parade in New York City has continued the tradition with huge balloons since 1927. The holiday associated with pilgrims and Native Americans has come to symbolize intercultural peace, America's opportunity for newcomers, and the sanctity of home and family. Okay, I've got I've got to I've got to I've got to say something because I was I immediately thought of this, and I went okay. So, um, so something that was basically founded on like war is now is now a holiday of peace. Uh, George Orwell, anybody? I mean, you know, I mean, just think that's just what occurred to me. I don't know. I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess it, it's a okay. Where are we here on this on this script? <laughs> well, I was about to tell them about how President Franklin D. Roosevelt attempted to extend the Christmas shopping season, which generally begins with the Thanksgiving holiday, and to boost the economy by moving the date back a week to the third week in November. So not all the states complied, and after a joint resolution of Congress in 41, Roosevelt issued a proclamation in 42 designating the fourth Thursday in November, which isn't always the last Thursday, as Thanksgiving Day. So regardless, the popular telling of the initial harvest is what's lived on, thanks to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, which, of course, we know is bullshit. And, if, you know, the, yes, uh, um, it was it was a farce. And, yeah, you, you, I can hear JCD saying, uh, yeah, the, 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 this, yeah, it's it's a scam. It is a scam. Um, and, you know, and the, you know, if the real story behind the holiday just seems kind of kind of dark and, it, 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 and you know, I mean, it, sir, I don't know that this is factored into how we celebrate Thanksgiving, but we just don't, you know, I mean, that's a that's a whole different discussion, I guess. But, uh, um, you know, where whether anybody should be celebrating it. Right. I mean, that's a, it's just, if you actually dig into the story, you realize why are we celebrating this? Um, you know, and, and it's I mean, it's kind of funny. Yeah, and, and we, you know, a recent renewed focus on racial justice in the U.S. has some people saying it's time to reevaluate and you know, whether you know, whether you should celebrate Thanksgiving at all or whether it hasn't you know, whether uh, what the meaning is. Um, you know, teachers, professors, and Native Americans told the New York Times that they were rethinking the holiday that has marginalized the U.S.'s violence and cruelty against Native Americans, giving it names like Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving Massacre. Now, 
now you actually have a friend, right? That um, you, you want to talk about your friend and what uh, what she's uh, how she celebrates the uh, the season. Yes, as a matter of fact, I have a friend who's Native American and Italian, and she celebrates the national Native American you know heritage holiday, which is actually November twenty fifth, and. We actually, I made some homemade cranberry sauce this year and gave her some. And she said that even though we don't eat bread, that if she could wrangle some of her traditional Native American fry bread away from the family before they scarfed it all, that she would save some for me. And I'm so excited. That is putting life into living. I will absolutely share that with you. And we will enjoy some authentic Native American fry bread. I'm super excited. But I told her that we were going to be doing the show, that we were going to shit all over this holiday because it's bogative. And she was all in favor of it. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, and this is... Um yeah, and it's and, and seriously, yeah, the, it, it you know this isn't this rethinking of Thanksgiving is not uh, anything new. Um, you know, according to the New York Post, the United the United American Indians of New England have been publicly mourning on Thanksgiving for for decades. Uh, Frank James and Anaqua Wampanoag activists who helped establish a National Day of Mourning in 1970 called the Wampanoag welcoming of the English settlers perhaps our biggest mistake. The Washington Post reports. On the National Day of Mourning, Native Americans gather in Plymouth, Massachusetts for a day of remembrance. Prayers and speeches take place accompanied by beating drums before participants march through the Plymouth Historic District. Uh, participants in the National Day of Mourning honor Native ancestors and the struggles of Native peoples to survive today, the commemorative plaque says in part. It is a day of remembrance and spiritual connection as well as a protest of the racism and oppression which Native Americans continue to experience. And that is very true. I mean... I really think that they have been materialized. I mean, if you drive through Arizona, New Mexico, basically anywhere where there's a large Indian reservation, it's so commercial and it's just, it's tourist traps. And I'm really sad to see that because I have a great love for the Native American people. I do have some ancestry of Native American in my family and just in general, you know, it's kind of a, they were here first before all of these foreign settlers came and started trying to claim up shit. And, you know, there are good people, but you push anyone far enough, they're going to snap. And ultimately, I think that's what, you know, it all comes down to is that they started, you know, encroaching on their land and doing this and doing that. I have absolutely no remorse for anything that the Native American people do to the white man or any other person that tries to oppress them. And if they're being oppressed by their own people, shame on them too. Well, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting that, yeah, we, you know, get, yeah, well, there, there is a lot of, um, I don't know if you guess, if you dig into it, it's like, there's a lot of racial injustice, but they only focus on, uh, uh one, uh, one particular aspect of racial justice, uh, you know, one, you know, uh, you know, the white man doing things to other races, not necessarily. With yeah. Other I realized races when to, I said to, that, I was yeah. like, you know, that's kind of screwed because the white man anymore is getting, you know, blamed for everything. And we actually talked about that with one of the riders I had had who was a person of color. And at first, you know, I thought the conversation was cool. Then when I revisited it in my head, I went, wait a minute, that's kind of fucked up. So, you know, we, we did talk about that, but irrelevant. You're right. This, this isn't just about, you know, white people, native Americans, you know, people of color. It's, it's about everyone. Just don't be shitty. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, we could all stop being shitty to each other. Maybe we'd start being good to each other. Um, but anyway, we didn't. We're, we're not. We're not here to give you a woke lecture. Um, no, not said, at all. No, because uh, yeah, uh, what we are here to do is uh, we're going to play the cavalcade of stupidity. But uh, uh, unfortunately, our, our friend Rev, um, he, you you talked to him. What what he what happened with Rev? Apparently, his soundboard melted down, and his other one didn't have an iOS. And yeah, basically, he said, uh, "I can't do cavalcade." And I said, "Don't worry about it, man. We'll pinch hit for you." So I uh, hope you enjoy what we're doing. Yeah. So uh, meanwhile, we'll play. Uh, well, we'll play the little intro. Heidi ho, pedal heads, and welcome to the Rev Cyber Truckers Cavalcade of Stupidity. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat turkey. I love you. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. All right, so you know that was produced on the fly, as it were. So uh, we'll, a little bit. We'll, we'll play the we'll play the whole uh, song at the during Studio Thirty Three. Uh, but speaking of eating turkey, oh my God! Now I know we did not uh, um, that that whole turkey um, that we so we we got um, some at some point. Um, earlier this year, we had put a deposit on a turkey, and we had gotten our half. We we gotten half the turkey because uh, uh, the other half was uh, um, was given to a family who wouldn't have had a holiday uh, meal otherwise. So we we're one hundred percent good with it. Yes, and considering that our half was twenty one pounds, I'd say that I'm happy that somebody somebody else got some of it. Um, and that's the first time I'd cooked a turkey. Um, and, yeah, and, I want y'all to know this this man over here, phone boy, actually cooked this turkey with very little assistance from yours truly. Because I told him, I said, I'm not touching that disgusting beast. I'm like, and it's no, you know, it's no shade thrown on DeBell Farms, which is where we got it. It's it was a beautiful animal in you know how it cooked this and that. I just find turkeys disgusting. Maybe because I raised them, and maybe because I don't like eating them. So ultimately, I was like, I'm not touching it. You're going to do it. I'll give you the instruction. And he did really great. He put the butter on it. And oh my gosh, we did not put a lot of butter on this turkey. But the natural juices from the great amount of fat that was on this bird made it so moist and so amazing. Even though I didn't eat it, I've heard him rave about it for two straight days. So I figured it's safe to make that assumption in that statement. Yeah, it is. Um, it was. Yeah, I, I, there's meat on this uh, on the, that I've never seen on a turkey before. That how this came out. It was uh, the, the 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 amount of fat and the amount of just you know that was. Yeah, the, it, it was. It, it, it's the best turkey I think I've ever had. Actually, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was. But what, and that was a part of a Thanksgiving meal that we did on Thursday, kind of on our kind of under duress. But uh, you know, I think we pulled it off on our own terms. We did. We had. The natural turkey that we paid a good amount of money for, but according to Phone Boy, was worth every penny. And then we had roasted butternut squash with butter, heavy cream, cinnamon, and just a little tiny bit of honey. And then we had homemade cranberry sauce, homemade sourdough bread stuffing. And was there anything else? Oh, yeah, our snacks was a veggie tray with some amazing dip from... Anna Vicino's uh, yep. ranch dill spice that we get. Yeah. 
and that was yeah, it's pretty good. And, and pork rinds. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I'd ever gone through a three pound thing of sour cream in yes, one. Yes, ultimately, by the time we were done with that holiday, a three pound tub of sour cream had been consumed among everyone. Yeah, and then it, we went to the store today and found a five pound tub, so we bought two of those. Yes, we now currently have ten pounds of sour cream in our refrigerator, and no apologies. That's right. And we, yeah, we do not apologize for that. Um, so, um, yeah, we had, and it was, a was, a it, it was, um, you know, I don't know that we're going to necessarily do Thanksgiving again, but, uh, but we not actually, if we're smart. Yeah. That was a little, a little bit more work, um, than, uh, than, uh, yeah, but, but especially we, because I worked full time all week, including Wednesday. So I had, by the time I got home, because I had several long rides, which kept me out until very late. And I needed to be up early the next morning to go to work again. Yeah, I had shit for time to prep this meal. I don't know how I pulled off what I pulled off. Because, oh yeah, there were no desserts. We absolutely refused to have any desserts at this meal. And surprisingly, no one was mad. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, just, so yeah, we, what we had was very, you know, there was a very small amount of sugar and, you know, and I guess the stuffing, but, uh, but, uh, but generally, yeah, it was, it was pretty clean what we, what we put together. So, um, yeah. And I can thankfully say I ate virtually none yeah, of it. Yeah. I had like a couple of bites of squash and a couple of bites of cranberry sauce. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm eating, meanwhile, I'm eating all the, uh, the leftover turkey, uh, <laughs> Which is great for me. Um, so, um, okay, so we did, okay, so um, we, uh, did, uh, any other thing, oh, from Rideshare this week, what 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 interesting writer uh, writers did you have? Well, I had a shill from Pfizer. Oh, yeah. That was, I did. That was, a that fun. was an interesting conversation. Oh, yes. Completely attempting to convince me that vaccines are safe and that the scientists are working really hard and also denying that it was rushed to production and trying to give support to the fact that oh well you know all these vaccines have side effects and this and that and it's like um yeah, I don't really think a whole lot of those vaccines have side effects like cardiomyopathy, instantly becoming an insulin-dependent diabetic. Do these things sound like normal side effects to you, dude? And he couldn't answer that. So, yeah, again, you know, kudos to him for being what he is. But uh, I'm officially saying fuck Pfizer. Yeah, well, I mean, you can also say this, too. <laughs> you can suck a bag and eat my ass. That's very correct. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, I okay, so here's an interesting thing. You know how we always talk about the universe. Well, I believe the universe was sending me a very clear message with the next rider that we're going to talk about because, as you all know, I've done a few episodes of my own show called The Funny Thing About Murder, and it's been a few months easily since I have produced yeah. uh, an episode so, I had a writer who was telling me about a podcast called Paper Ghosts. And this writer was from Rhode Island. And he was telling me that this podcast had featured, I, I'm not sure if it was a whole season or what it was, about girls from my hometown area in Connecticut that had gone missing and been murdered. There's 10 of them. So he told me, of course, you know, to listen to this podcast, which I might still listen to. But when I did a little more investigative 
journalism, if you will, on who is doing this podcast. This guy is literally just doing it for the money. So he can eat a bag and suck my ass because he doesn't have a personal connection to this story. I do because people in my family knew one of the girls who was missing. I have a friend who we're going to have on as a guest for the episode of funny thing about murder, where we talk about this and she is actually related to a girl who's related to one of the missing women. And she has a friend who one of the missing girls is their daughter or a friend of a friend. Irrelevant to the fact, there's a lot of connection here about these missing girls from my area of Connecticut where I come from. So ultimately, when we do this show on Funny Thing About Murder, we're going to talk about all of these missing girls and... We'll put up their pictures and we'll post all we can because there are many of them that are still missing and this all happened, all, most of it happened, if not all of it happened before I was even born. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, listening to the sausage being made on all this yesterday, yeah, it sounds like you guys got phone calls and whatnot. Yeah, the, this yeah, there was uh yeah this lit this lit a fire when we started we, some of the conversations that were going on off the off uh, off mic on this stuff and I'm, I'm yeah it's gonna I think this is gonna be good uh, it, this will be good fodder that uh, yeah well there's a little bit more research that's got to be done on it and you know we'll have it uh, you know we'll have it ready in a few weeks I guess right we will yeah so. Um, yeah, and uh, let's see what let's see what else here, and then um, yeah, I guess we, we have a we well. Have... It's going to be a little more than a few weeks. It'll be about a month. Okay. And in fairness, it's going to be for the new year. Okay, gotcha. We're uh, not gonna we're not gonna announce the date just yet because we're not sure if we have the date just yet. This but is. But we're true. gonna give it a hundred percent effort. That's right. Um, yeah, and I guess we got one other thing. We uh, we we have a grill. We did. We got a new grill assembled by my awesome son, Phoenix Junior. Yeah, he's he's here. So uh, yeah, well, um, yeah. Um, I guess we're, I guess there's going to be some uh, some fire uh, in the hole. There here. will be some charred animal flesh this evening. Yes, I'm I'm very excited about that. As uh, you should be. Yeah, uh, and one more thing. Uh, and actually, this is uh, and so um, yeah. Um, so we were so um, you presented me with. With, a, with some new vinyl last night. I did. When phone boy's having a downtime, if I have some extra vinyl hanging around that I may have ordered just for the occasion, I like to surprise him. So you want to tell him what you received last night? Yeah, so I got uh, Super Tramp's Breakfast in America, which I think I, I think I had said if I, if I get... One thing from Super Tramp, it's, it's it would be this album, no question. And and I didn't really, I don't think I fully understood why that album was so important. And last night, uh, I kind of, we kind of figured it out by uh, by accident, I guess. Uh, so we ended up listening to it twice: once while we were sitting out on the patio, um, and uh, once while we were, uh, and that was and that was we were listening to it, you know, on my phone or whatever. And then we put it on the record player, um, and it and it seems kind of interesting because I have a, my memory of that. Of that album's one of the one of the um, in college it was one of the first CDs I bought I think was Super Tramp's uh, um, Breakfast in America and so I have so as I was listening to the music I was having some memories about what was uh, what was going on and it seemed like so it was kind of like the you know a new beginning you know in a sense right because that because that was the first time I had been uh, you know away from home because uh, and, and you know no one was around and I was all alone and so. Um, and with everything that's been going on in my life, um, I'll just say that uh, it feels like a new beginning in a lot of ways. And so um, it, when I when I heard so I, I was emotionally I emotionally reacted to the um, 
to what was going on when, you know, when I was listening to it. And, and then uh, when I heard it again, kind of with a different perspective, it was like, okay, then it was, it was a little bit happier, but the, but um, it, the album is really about, you know, there's a lot of coming of age type stuff in there or coping with, you know, you know, fame, fortune, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I just found that it, it was, it would, you know, it, 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 it just seemed like a bookend to a, you know, a new chapter because yeah, I'm kind of going, cause you know, my divorce is winding down. Uh, you know, we're kind of, we're, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a crazy year and it seems like it's, uh, you know, it's time, it's, it's, it's that time to start a new chapter in my life. And that album seems to be kind of a bookend to the, um, to the last 30 something years. Um, you know, things didn't quite turn out the way that I, that I thought, but that they, that they were going to be at the beginning, but, uh, you know, like where things are at right now. So, um, but it's just, so it was a timely, uh, it was a timely presentation, I think, uh, with what was going well, on. You know, the universe moves in strange ways and guides me to do things, you know. Yes, it does. It does guide us to do things in all kinds of ways. Now, but I think um, I think we got some got a couple of voicemails for this. Uh, for we the, did, for but we, we actually forgot to give a shout out to DeBell for the turkey. Yep. And also Chestnut Hill Winery, where we enjoyed a couple of bottles of their fine vintage for our thanksgiving meal that's right and uh yeah so i guess uh yeah so we're gonna play i gotta i've gotta actually make sure that the voicemail machine is is working correctly that would be an amazing idea that would actually be an amazing idea i should probably unmute it that would probably be a good idea that too all right so uh let's see what the let's see what our callers have uh, have have given us let's hear it hey hey phone boy and uh lotus is it <laughs> i forget her name already geez what an idiot Phoenix, that's her name. Sitting in Phoenix right now here. Uh, have to have for the holidays. I don't got to have to have shit for the holidays. But i tell you what I hate about the damn holidays. They suck. And they're stupid. And it's cold outside. And it sucks. And all these dumb people get together. They call themselves family. And, you know, you sit around you pretend you like them, but you really can't fucking stand them. There's a reason why they only come over during the fucking holidays. Because they're using you for breakfast and shit or lunch, dinner, whatever the hell it is. I said I'd try to swear less. Um, they come over, you know, and you took the turkey for them. No one's throwing in a buck or nothing. It's ridiculous, man. And they all want to drink their, oh, they bring their liquor. They can afford that. They can bring their, they can, some of them can afford their smoke. Some of them are trying to smoke your smoke. I say, you know what? Screw you. Stay away from my damn house. I'm not going to your house. Keep your damn germs at your home. Have to have? I have to have this. Stay the hell out of my home. Screw the holidays. I'm not buying you gifts. You never buy me a gift. I don't want to get a damn card from you. I don't want you to lick my da- lick an envelope and send it to my house and make me sick. Tell you what, the holidays are retarded. Totally dumb, dumb, dumb. So the East Coast crackpot, I think the holidays suck. And you know what else sucks about the holidays? The days off. Those days off are days on for China. China is working when we're taking a holiday. That's right, and they're getting ahead. You understand what I mean? Yeah, that's right. All these days off for holidays. And, oh, I'm having a mental health day. Guess what? China's having a mental health day because they're winning. They're working hard. Yeah, we're not. Nope. Remember, I used to hate this shit. You go to work, you start working good. Oh, no, it's time for your mandatory break. I think that's stupid, too. Mandatory break. I'm just happy getting into my flow. And then you tell me I'm mandatory break. I think the Chinese do that to mess up our flow. Have your mandatory break. It's ergonomics time. Let's do our finger exercises. Bullshit. Why don't you come over here, HR lady? I'll show you a finger exercise. East Coast crackpot. 
Phoenix, Arizona. Out. East like. Coast Crackpot, we could not agree more. We hate the holidays. I decided two days before Thanksgiving itself that I didn't want to do this fucking holiday. And we literally, on day of, I woke up with a migraine. And it lasted till noon, and my family was literally supposed to be here in an hour. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to die. I, I can't do this. And Fumboy was like, there's room in the freezer. We can put the bird in there. It's okay. We'll use up all the stuff we bought. And I'm like, no, because they're already on their way. And it was too late, you know, two days prior to say, hey, y'all got to do your own spread. So I basically told him, I'm like, yeah, Christmas, no. And we have commitments. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. So um, we have a couple of potential show titles here for Lick My Dick was one of the, was one of the show titles and Dick Lick an Envelope. <laughs> God, I like Dick Lick an Envelope. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's just me. Yeah, exactly. And we love us some East Coast Crackpot. And don't worry about how much you cuss, dude, because uh, have you listened to this show by any chance? Yeah, exactly. Have you heard it? Yeah, exactly. If you heard about it. Yeah, so, yeah, the, I, I know. Listening to this rant, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, this is our rant right here. This is how we feel about things. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we got another voicemail, though. Awesome. And uh, let's let's uh, let's play it. Let's hear it. There's a lot of material things I'm thankful for, but mostly I'm just grateful that my beautiful stepson got away from that hellcat in Washington and also for the lovely lady that he's chosen to be with. I love you both. Bye. Thank you, Mama T. Oh, Mama T, that's so Love sweet. You. That's that, that's that's fantastic. Hellcat in Washington, even though that is not a transcription, I might I might. No, have that to... was a bona fide. She stated that bold and proud. Yeah, that's right. I think I think uh, I I think I'm going to write it down as a potential show title. I we think have... you should. And you know, I I saw the post you made about the cougar gold cheese that you got. Yeah. And I was going to comment on it that that's the best thing that's ever come out of Washington State University, including your ex. No, she went to she went to, she went to uh, UW. Oh, well, it's still the best thing to come out of Wazoo. Yeah, well, well yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see how my daughter does there. But anyway, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, so, um, so yeah, um, I think I think that we got we got through the voicemails, all right. Um, but. Um, you know, this is what's interesting is that that uh, Americans, you know, they're not the only ones who celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving or something like it. Um, and you know, we're going to talk about what some of the other countries that celebrate it, uh, you know, do or that they will mention a few of the other countries. But uh, uh, Canada, our friends to the our, our friends to the Great White North. Uh, Hold on, you yeah. forgot to tell the pedal heads what you're thankful for and what your favorite dessert is, and. I didn't tell them about mine, so go for it. Oh, what am I thankful for? Well, I'm I'm thankful that I, I'm not where I was uh, this time last year. Um, and uh, my favorite dessert? Yeah, okay, that might be an after, after, after. Oh, my. You know my children are listening, phone boy. Yeah, that's why. That's my why. mom too. Friends of mine, writers. Yes. Bad phone boy. <laughs> no pussy. <laughs> okay, that's a show title. Okay, so what? So what is yours? Um, okay, so what is yours? I'm thankful the fucking holiday's over. <laughs> there you go. And I don't have a favorite dessert because I don't eat sugar anymore. I know. Okay. My favorite dessert was the wine. Okay. There you go. There you go. Because yeah, we because we don't do more sugar now. That's right. 
quivering mounds of of love pudding. <laughs> you people aren't right. Oh my! Just gonna say it. Y'all need therapy. Y'all need Jesus. Uh, yeah, love 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 <laughs> pudding is a potential show title. I think that's a. People are on fire today. I love I, the fact I, the pedal heads really showed up for this episode. There we go. Okay, so, so all right, can we talk about Canada now? We can talk about Scandinavia now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it is. So Thanksgiving or or the or, or French action de grace or Thanksgiving Day French du jour l'action de grace is an is an annual Canadian holiday and harvest festival held on the second Monday in October, which celebrates the harvest and other blessings of the past year. Now it also happens to be the same uh, the same day as Columbus Day in the U.S., which is kind oh, of, look at that. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. Um, it has been officially celebrated as an annual holiday in Canada since eighteen since November sixth, eighteen seventy nine. And while the date has varied year by you know, by year and, and was not fixed, it was commonly the second Monday in October, which is what's been uh, done. And, and so on January thirty first, nineteen fifty seven. The Governor General of Canada, Vincent Massey. What the fuck was that? I'm. I, I was. I kind of. I kind of hiccup. Was that burp. a hiccup stifling burp? Something. I'm not sure what I did there. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, wait. Well, you know no. what? You know what? I'm beautiful. <gasps> Yum. Nope. I'm gonna stop the show to tell the story that should have been told in the toast and jam about the night. Before last, I believe it was. And we're in the shower. And yup, we're both rather uh, under the influence of a substance. And I was crying because I missed my dad. And phone boy on cue with no hesitation just <laughs> ripped the biggest fart I've ever heard in my life. And not only that, I about vomited. I had to stick my head out of the damn shower curtain. I said, get the fuck out of the shower and take that stench with you. He says, I think your father was here inspiring that. I said, I think you're right, because that smells like something he would have done. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I had to tell that story. And I threatened him that I would tell that story. And I even called someone because I had to tell that story when it happened. I laughed so hard. I'm like, there is absolutely no way you just did that. I said, at least I respect you for the fact you owned it. Yeah, I do. I, I I own it. So, um, because I blame the turkey. Yeah, you blame the turkey. Yeah, well. Um, so, um, okay. So, let, why don't we get into the history of? of why don't we go to history? Yes, let's do that. Uh, so, according to some historians, the first celebration of Thanksgiving in North America occurred during the fifteen seventy nine voyage of Martin Frobisher from England in search of the northwest north northwest passage. There we go. His third voyage to the Frobisher Bay of Baffin Island in the present Canadian territory of Nuvenut set out with the intention of starting a small settlement. His fleet of 15 ships was outfitted with men, materials, and provisions. However, the loss of one of his ships through contact with ice, along with many of the building materials, was to prevent him from doing so. The expedition was plagued by ice and freak storms, which at the time scattered the fleet. On, on meeting again at, the, at, at their uh, anchorage in Frost, uh, Frostbisher Bay, uh, Maester Wolfall, a learned man appointed by her, manage, her Majesty's Council to be their minister and preacher, made unto them a godly sermon, ex, exhorting them especially to be thankful to God for their strange and miraculous deliverance. Um, you know, in in the in those so dangerous places, they celebrated Holy Communion. The celebration of divine mystery was 
the first sign, scale and confirmation of Christ's name, death, and passion ever known in all these quarters. Now, the, no- the notion of Ferospicer's service being first on the continent has come into dispute as Spaniards conducted similar services in Spanish North America during the mid-16th century, decades before Ferospicer's arrival. Years later, French settlers, having crossed the ocean and arrived in Canada with explorer Samuel de de Champlain from 1604, also held feasts of thanks. They formed the Order of Good Cheer and held feasts with their First Nations neighbors at which food was shared. After the Seven Years' War in 18, uh, you know, ended in, eight, in 1763 with New France handed over to the British, the citizens of Halifax held a special day of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving days were observed beginning in 1799, but did not occur every year. Uh, during and after the American Revolution, American refugees who remained loyal to Great Britain moved from the newly independent United States to Canada. They brought the customs and practices of the American Thanksgiving to Canada, such as turkey, pumpkin, and squash. Lower Canada and Upper Canada observed Thanksgiving on different dates. For example, in 1816, both celebrated Thanksgiving for the termination of the War of 1812 between France, the U.S., and Great Britain, with Lower Canada marking the day on May 21st and Upper Canada on June 18th, i.e. Waterloo Day. In 1838, Lower Canada used Thanksgiving to celebrate the end of the Lower Canada Rebellion. Following the rebellions, the two Canadas were merged into the United Province of Canada, which observed Thanksgiving six times from 1850 to 1865. During this period, Thanksgiving was a solemn midweek celebration. Um, the first Thanksgiving after Confederation was observed as a civic holiday on, on April 5th, 1872, to celebrate the recovery of the Prince of Wales, later King Edward VII, from a serious illness. For many years before it was declared a national holiday in 1879, Thanksgiving was celebrated either in late October or early November. From 1879 onward, Thanksgiving Day has been observed every year, the date initially being a Thursday in November. After World War I, an amendment to the Armistice Day Act uh, established that Armistice Day and Thanksgiving would, starting in 1921, both be celebrated on the Monday of the week in which November 11th occurred. Ten years later, 1931, the two days became separate holidays, and Armistice Day was renamed Remembrance Day. From 1931 to 1957, the date was set by proclamation, generally falling on the second Monday in October, except for 1935 when it was moved due to a general election. In 1957, Parliament fixed Thanksgiving as the second Monday in October. The theme of the Thanksgiving holidays also changed each year to reflect an important event to be thankful for. In its early years, it was an, it was for an abundant harvest and occasionally for a special anniversary. Gee, it sounds like a bunch of propaganda to me. What do you think? Oh, I absolutely agree. And, you know, Thanksgiving is only a statutory holiday in most of Canada and an optional holiday in the Atlantic provinces of Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, and Labrador. Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick. So companies that are regulated by the federal government, such as those in the telecom and banking sectors, recognize the holiday everywhere. The traditional holiday, as a liturgical festival, Thanksgiving corresponds to the British and continental European harvest festival, with churches decorated with cornucopias, pumpkins, corn, wheat sheaves, and other harvest bounty. While the actual Thanksgiving holiday is on a Monday, Canadians may gather for their Thanksgiving feast on any day during the long weekend. However, Sunday is considered the most common. Foods traditionally served at the Thanksgiving include roasted turkey, roast beef, ham, stuffing, mashed potatoes with gravy, sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce, sweet corn, various autumn vegetables, including various kinds of squash, 
and also Brussels sprouts, pumpkin pie, apple pie, and glazed yams. Now, various regional dishes and desserts can also be served. Salmon, wild game, jigs dinner with split pea pudding, butter tarts, and Nanaimo bars. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, so I, there is a, there's a certain uh, person I know. It's a, 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 he's a Canadian who lives in, uh, he lives in Japan, and he talks about, he talks about uh, these bars, and they're like, okay, well, I guess there's, I guess there's something to them. That was the first time I had seen that word outside of uh, talking to him. So there's something. Um, but uh, you know, and of course, obviously that you know, the, and, and much like American football, the Canadians, uh, yeah, they they do you know they do uh, CFL games during uh, during uh, Canada on Monday. Um, they also do they also do it during Labor Day, which uh, you know their version of Labor Day, I guess. Um, and um, yeah, and in in many communities in Canada, actually, you know, holds I guess events, you know, probably harvest events in the weeks prior to and on the day of the holiday. Um, for example, the Markham Fair is an annual agricultural and harvest festival held during the weekend before Thanksgiving. Uh, Kitchener Waterloo Oktoberfest holds an annual parade consisting of floats, civic figures in the region, local performance troops, and marching bands. And Fort Langley holds a widely attended neighborhood festival con- containing the cranberry harvest, which local crafts, produce, and artisan goods are sold. Uh, um, we get, yeah, there was, um, yeah. Okay. So what was that? I don't know. I had something to say. Yeah, and, it thought just, and it went away, didn't it? And it went away. Yeah. So, well, you know, there are other countries that celebrate this bogative holiday. Yeah, they do. Australia, uh, for example, their external territory of Norfolk Island, it's celebrated on the last Wednesday, in November, similar to the pre-World War II American observance of the last Thursday of the month. So it means the Norfolk Island observance is the day before or six days after the United States observance. So the holiday was brought to the island by visiting American whaling ships. No surprise there. We're forever invading and fucking things up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, it sounds like an American influence, though. Oh, completely. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Much like with Brazil. Yeah, tell us about it. Yeah, so in Brazil, National Thanksgiving Day was instituted by President Gaspar Dutra through Law 781 of, uh, of August 17, 1949, at the suggestion of Ambassador Joaquim Nabucco, who was enthusiastic about the commemorations he saw in 1909 in St. Patrick's Cathedral as an ambassador in Washington. Uh, in 1966, Law 5110 established that the Thanksgiving celebration would take place on the fourth Thursday of November. It sounds like sounds very similar to the Americans. The date is celebrated by many, many families of American origin, by some Protestant Christian denominations, such as the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Brazil, which is of American origin, the Presbyterian Church, the Baptist Church, the Methodist Church, and the Church of the Nazarene and Methodist denominational universities. The day is also celebrated by evangelical churches such as the Foursquare Gospel Church in Brazil. They all sound like American churches. All sound very American. Yeah, exactly. Um, Now, Grenada, this is interesting. So in the West Indian island of Grenada, in the Caribbean, there's a national holiday known as Thanksgiving Day, which is celebrated on October 25th. And now, even though it bears the same name, it's and it's celebrated at roughly the same time as the American and the Canadian versions, it's unrelated to either one of those celebrations. Instead, it marks the anniversary of the U.S.-led invasion of the island in 83 in response to the deposition and execution of socialist uh, Grenadian... Prime Minister Maurice Bishop by a military government from within his own party. Pretty dark. Yeah, no kidding. Um, then you've then you've got uh, then you've got Liberia uh, in the western western West African country of Liberia. Thanksgiving is celebrated on the first Thursday of November. And and what is what is it what is it with your oh yeah. 
I know what it is, and I'm fixing to file a suit against them. They're fixing to get their asses roasted. Yeah, well, there's that going on. So, in the West African country of Liberia, Thanksgiving is celebrated on the first Thursday of November. In 1883, the legislature of Liberia enacted a statute uh, declaring this day as a national holiday. Thanksgiving is celebrated in the country in large part due to the nation's founding as a colony of the American Colonization Society in 1821 by former slaves and free people of color from the United States. Gee, and yet another country that celebrates Thanksgiving because of Again. us. Again. Yeah. However, the Liberian celebration of the holiday is notably different from the American one. While some Liberian families choose to celebrate with a feast or cookout, it's not considered a staple of the holiday and there's no specific food heavily associated with Thanksgiving. Some uh, chose to celebrate the holiday by attending religious ceremonies, while others take it as a day for relaxation. Others view the holiday as an imposition from the American settlers of the country. Well, that sounds familiar to me. In the years following the Second Civil War, some Liberians have taken the holidays as a time to be thankful for this new period of peace and relative stability. Um, and again, we've got the Netherlands in here. Um, you know, yes, we do. Uh, so many of the pilgrims who migrated to Plymouth Plantation resided in the city of Leiden from 1609 to 1620 and had recorded their births, marriages, and deaths at the, at the Peterskirk, uh, uh, which is uh, St. Peter's Church. In commemoration, a non-denominational Thanksgiving Day service is held each year on the morning of the American Thanksgiving Day in Peterskirk, a Gothic church in Leiden, noting the hospitality the, peer, the pilgrims received in Leiden on their way to the New World. Thanksgiving is observed by Orthodox uh, Protestant churches in the Netherlands on the first Wednesday in November. It's not a public holiday. Those who observe the day either go to church in the evening or take the day off and go to church in the morning and occasionally afternoon, too. Uh, right. Well, in the Philippines, which it was an American colony in the first half of the 20th century, they celebrated Thanksgiving as a special public holiday as the same day as us. And during the Japanese occupation during World War II, both Americans and Filipinos celebrated it in secret. Now, after the Japanese withdrew in 45, the tradition continued until 69, and it was revived by Ferdinand Marcos, but the date was changed to be on every September 21st when martial law was imposed in the country. And after Marcos was ousted in 86, the tradition wasn't continued, and due to the controversial events that occurred during his long administration. So as of 2022, Thanksgiving's been revived, as a commercial and cultural holiday, albeit stripped of its official status. Now, SM Supermalls led the way in the slow revival of Thanksgiving Day on the same day as the U.S., as in the old days. Many malls and hotels offer special sales on that day, which is part of the long celebration of Christmas in the Philippines, which begins in September, unlike Black Friday in the U.S. Yeah, and uh, Rwanda and St. Lucia have their own holidays. Um, in Rwanda, it's at the, be uh, it's, it's, uh, the beginning of the first Friday of August, and then uh, St. Lucia is the first Monday in October. There you go. And there's not much about it. But and other there's a couple other countries that have a holiday similar to what we call Thanksgiving, but they're, they have different names. So in Germany, the Harvest Thanksgiving Festival, uh, or Teckenfest, is a, is a um, I almost sound like I stuttered on that, is a popular German Christian festival on the first Sunday of October. The festival has a significant religious component, and many churches are decorated with autumn crops. In some places, there are religious processions or parades. Many Bavarian beer festivals, like at the Munich Oktoberfest, take place within the vicinity of, of Erntengenfest. Uh, 
in Japan. Um, it, Labor Thanksgiving Day is a national holiday. It takes place annually on November 23rd. The law establishing the holiday, which was adopted during the American occupation after World War II. Geez, you have more imperialism. Again, our us sticking our dicks and things. Yeah. Um, yeah, cites it is an occasion for commemorating labor and production and giving each other thanks. It has roots in the ancient Shinto harvest ceremony. Um, the uh, in the, the UK, UK, right? These people know what's going on. Yeah. Their harvest festival of Thanksgiving doesn't have an official date. However, it's traditionally held on or near the Sunday of the harvest moon that occurs closest to the aut- autonomal equinox. Harvest Thanksgiving in Britain also has pre-Christian roots when the Saxons would offer the first sheaf of barley, oats, or wheat to fertile gods. When the harvest was finally collected, communities would come together for a harvest supper. When Christianity arrived in Britain, many traditions remain, and today the harvest festival is marked by churches and schools in late September, early October, just the same as Canada, with singing, praying, and decorating with baskets of food and fruit to celebrate a successful harvest and to give thanks. Collections of food are usually held when they're... And which, which they're given to the local charities to help the homeless and those in need, which I think is amazing. Yeah. We try to do that as well here in the Americas with food drives around the holidays and at other times too. But I mostly see it around the Thanksgiving and Christmas. You know, you have the, you know, stuff a trailer with turkeys and stuff a bus and this and that. Exactly. Um, so, um, but uh, we we are still. Uh, if you if you are listening live, you're of course welcome to give us a call two five three two three seven three three two one and tell us about uh, what you're thankful for, uh, what's your favorite dessert. Um, we did get another voicemail. Well, lay it on. Yeah, me. Let's play. Let's play this other voicemail. But uh, you know, so we'll much like this caller uh, uh, did. Let's let's load it up and uh, we do it. You do me a favor. Always remember this. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of podcasts. I shall fear no bemers. Thank you. Have a lovely day. We love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dame. Thank Bemrose. you, Dame Bemrose. Fear, fear, uh, no, fear, no, fear, fear November is fear November is is in this uh, transcript. I'm we, writing. It we up. truly fear no Bemrose. And wait, phone boy, we got a voicemail from the universe. Yeah, because remember, did. Lisa yeah. Bemrose is the voice of the universe. Yes, wait, this this is true. But it, yeah, but it came across. It says, "I shall fear no Bemrose." It says, "Fear November." And, and my yes, this. I realized that the transcript ate it up and spit it out into something magical. Yes, exactly. I, I walked through. The, yeah, remember this. Yay is another one. I think I need to write down. Oh, wait a minute. Can we hold on? Hold on a minute. Let me figure this out. I know. I already what got it. We got it. Actual okay. hell was yeah. Remember this. Yay. is another, is another one I've got to write down that, that is, that is, that is the, that's the shortest voicemail I've gotten with the most show titles. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, that's pretty amazing. Leave it to Dame Bemrose to do something as epic as that. Exactly. So, all right, let's, let's talk about what one magazine called the top 10 Thanksgiving traditions. And we're going to laugh at them, of course, because we, of course we, we are. Because we don't do any of this shit. Well, now notice how commercial most of these activities are. Given that it's by a magazine, yeah, of course it's a, you know, we got to have more commercials, right? So, um, we're not fans of most of these activities. For example, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I never gave a fuck about this damn thing right uh they the say- funniest thing was when you'd see a balloon get caught on something and fucking deflate and everybody's losing their mind yeah exactly um it's you know it's for you know thousands of people line the streets of manhattan to watch this i it's like and of course you know what i mean it's it's also on television who watches this shit i mean holy crap a whole uh, lot of people yeah. apparently 
Yeah. Well, you know, this this also the break the wishbone for good luck. Now, I, I don't got a problem with this one. This is this is this is cool. We've got we still have some chicken wishbones that we need to um, use at some point. Um, but uh, you know, there is that. So, but uh, yeah, the, the, we couldn't get a wishbone off this turkey because uh, yeah, we only got half of it. So. Uh, there's that whole thing. Not like we need... Okay, let's just address the fact. If anyone has seen the picture of this turkey, the thing looked like a fucking mutant. I don't want to see what the size of the wishbone would have been. I'd have to stand it up on the floor to dry it. Yeah, something like that. Um, now, of course, eat a traditional Thanksgiving meal. Now, now, of course, let's... let's how about no? How about no, exactly. Because uh, no Thanksgiving day would be complete without your traditional meal. Must-eats are roast turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, mashed no. potatoes and gravy, no. sweet potatoes no. and Brussels sprouts. Yes. Green bean casserole has become no. a popular dish, especially in the Midwest. Completing the meal is, of course, pumpkin pie, which is commonly no. served on and around Thanksgiving in North America. After all of that, it's time for the next tradition. Now, I, I now of course, let's see. You can do that. Of what they talked about. So, roast turkey, yeah. I mean, although, honestly, like most commercial turkey is terrible. I wouldn't do it. Cranberry sauce. Oh, the cranberry sauce you made. That was fucking amazing. Thank you. Um, the stuffing, maybe with better bread. That would have been... Because, yeah, we we determined that the Panera bread was maybe not so great for the... Um, it was not at all. Yeah. Uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, we're not doing that. Sweet potatoes. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I'm going to make a... If I'm actually going to make a Thanksgiving meal again and I'm going to make stuffing, yeah, I'm going to make the bread, I've decided. Yeah, there you go. If you can do it, do it right. Um, and pumpkin pie. Now, most of that stuff has sugar in it. And when they tell you the next traditions, take a nap. After an afternoon filled with cooking and eating delicious food, many retreat to the couch for a midday nap. Turkey is well known as the culprit of this sudden onset of sleepiness with this high level of amino acid tryptophan. <clears throat> Bullshit. It's all the sugar, actually, but it's neither here nor there. Right. While, while tryptophan is known to help release chemicals like melatonin, which makes you drowsy, it's not entirely the turkey's fault. Yeah, it's all the fucking sugar you ate, you assholes. Eating other foods that are high in sugar, like pie, also increase your tiredness. Well, there we go. That's probably what it really is. It's all the sugar. Well, but also the fact, in fairness, that because you tend to overeat on this holiday, your body literally has to take all of its non-essential blood supply to digest all that garbage which of course then makes you tired because the blood flow isn't going to the things that keep you from being tired yeah i mean when we, you know when we had our meal i don't think anybody overate at that at, when we not did. at all yeah um and it's it's yeah and so we, it was very uh um, so yeah, there was there wasn't a crash because of because of that. I think it was just we crashed because we were exhausted after after doing all that stuff. Well, I can verify that since I didn't eat any of that disgusting beast, yeah. and I uh, was still tired. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I guess you know there you know I guess we can get behind sharing what you're most thankful for. It's a perfect time to reflect on the year alongside of family and friends, and whether it's during the meal or while relaxing in the day, you know, share something you're grateful for. I guess you know that's what they say. Uh, it's wonderful to hear everyone talk. About about their favorite moments and experiences from the previous year. Now, of course, if you see these people all the time, then, you know, maybe that's not so interesting, but, um, but uh, yeah, I guess precisely. Yeah. So uh, now watch an American football game. Now I, I, we, yeah, we got a little distracted. We didn't turn on the, uh, the, 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 uh, the football during it, um, but we're, cause we're both, no, we were fans. playing cards against humanity, but we were listening to the giants Cowboys game in the background. 
Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's the, yeah, American football is the most popular sport to watch in the U.S. And the idea of games played on Thanksgiving Day actually dates back, um, you know, to the yeah, to when that when, you know, the, the what we call football football is actually a series of games. Uh, but uh, what, you know, what we what we call football here in the U.S., it goes back to 1876 and, and earlier and shortly after. So, yeah, families and friends gather around to watch their favorite teams compete in one of America's favorite sports or to burn off some of those Thanksgiving calories. Some families split into teams and play a game of football themselves. Actually bought a we had actually thought about, you know, throwing the football with the boys and whatnot. But then, yeah, the day just got away from us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so m- because most people celebrate Thanksgiving with their families, dedicating time to give thanks with friends has become equally important. Now, friends gathering together aptly called Friendsgiving is a newer tradition. You know, it's time to share a meal and enjoy each other's company before traveling to join family. I've never heard of, I've never heard of that myself. Um, what, Friendsgiving? Yeah, I have. Okay. I think, uh, I think I've heard of it. I've never actually done it. But um, No, um, my friend Bernie's daughter does friend, Friendsgiving like the last few years and whatnot. So okay. that's how I had heard of it. It's not something you'll ever catch me doing for damn sure. Yeah. Um, it may seem counterintuitive or genius to run a race on America's biggest food holiday, but turkey trots are a trend across the U.S. on Thanksgiving Day. The name derives from the turkey, the typical centerpiece of Thanksgiving dinner. From 5K fun runs to half marathons, these races bring out runners, walkers, and fans in local communities. It's a fun way to earn and burn the calories consumed during the Thanksgiving meal. Although I tell you what, if I'm going to go for a run, I'm not going to I'm not going to consume a Thanksgiving meal. Um, yeah, I'll do might do it after, but not before. Why is it that just the thought of taking a run after a Thanksgiving meal invokes the vision of messy pants? Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, it's probably something like precisely. Yeah, in the toilet, as it were. Um, so, um, so shop till you drop on Black Friday. Yeah, we uh, we didn't. Um, did we do any? Did we do any shopping yesterday? Not a chance in hell. We are somewhat sane. Yeah. Um, no, we did. We did go out yesterday. We did. We actually did get a couple. I think we did get a couple things yesterday, but nothing. We uh, did not do any bullshit holiday shopping for the c word. We went and got a couple of food items and stuff we needed for everyday living. There was absolutely no shopping for that bogus holiday either. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. The. Um, so yeah, the, it's you know, Black Friday. You know the the, the biggest ho- shopping holidays, Black Friday. That's when stores theoretically go into the black, so to speak. Uh, this, yeah, now known as Black Friday, this day is almost a holiday in itself. And 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 while the shopping tradition has changed with the rise of e-commerce, people still stand in line for hours early in the morning to get great discounts and start their Christmas shopping. Which, uh, yeah, you know, Christmas is a bogus holiday. By the way, somebody. By the way, somebody uh, accused me of not having something on my sound. This is a scam. Oh, you did have it. Could, so, in other words, you failed epically to hit. No, the I just no. I have to. I had to load it on the soundboard, but it. But it's okay, now. so you didn't have it on there. So, in other words, you just totally told a bullshit statement. Where's the bullshit clip? You got to hit it now because you're doing it. You can suck my dick. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure, but irrelevant <laughs> to the fact at the time that you got your balls busted for that, you didn't have it. Black Friday matters. Fucking Bemrose. All right. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, and I guess the last thing is, yeah, you can, during one of the things you can do is give back in the spirit of giving thanks and helping others. Many communities across the U.S. hold annual food drives that collect non-perishable packaged and canned foods for those in need. These eight organizations also host Thanksgiving dinners so that everyone has a place to enjoy a warm meal. Uh, for example, each year at the EF Academy in New York, students from all over the world 
get to share in the holiday spirit. They share the traditional Thanksgiving meal together, go Black Friday shopping at a nearby mall. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, And decorate the halls for the holiday season. It's a fun and festive way to share this important piece of U.S. culture with our international community. Hit Uh, bullshit. Hit bullshit. Yeah, no kidding. If I can hit it again. Bullshit. There you go. There you have it. Yeah. So this is, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I think that, I think it's pretty clear that, uh, yeah, I think we, we, this, this was, uh, we, we, we had the experience this year of, well, we really don't, you know, you have many reasons you don't like the, you don't like the holidays and I don't care enough about them to have them. So, um, yeah, we kind of just, this was, you know, what we, unfortunately, by the time we had made that realization, yeah, we were two days before the holiday and the stuff was already in the house. And so it's like, well, it's getting cooked one way or the other. So we, that's what we ended up doing. And so it's, you know, and I think with any of this stuff with holidays, you know, I think, I think the reality is you do what you, that, uh, you know, just because it's the way that it's done doesn't mean you have to do it that way. Um, do what you, do what you want or don't participate. You know, the only winning move is not to play sometimes. And I think we kind of, that's kind of what we decided as a result of uh, this holiday. Although we actually, I'm actually pretty proud of what we did. Uh, all things considered, I think our holiday ended up pretty good. And, uh, you know, and I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually happy with happy it turned out, but uh, I'm also happy not to do it again. So heard that, yeah. So um, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think, uh, so fucking over this, yeah. So um, yeah. So again, you know, if uh, you all have anything to say about this particular holiday, two five three two three seven three three two one, you can still weigh in on it, and we'll play it next show. But at this point, I think there's just one thing left to say. Jordan fades back. Swoosh. And that's the game. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Thank you, Agenda Nation. Uh, oh, we got one more voicemail that just came in at the end. Ooh, snuck it in in the end, so you oh, know we're going to uh, totally address it. Yeah, we are, but because uh, you got it in just under the wire. Yeah, just under the wire. Uh, yeah, we might play this voicemail at the yeah because it just came in. Uh, yeah, before so I guess it's a false. That's a false ending right there. Ooh. All right, so we're gonna yeah. This is how we, that's how we end these things. Uh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna so so uh, yeah. You just came in, sneaky sneaky voicemail. That's right. All right, let's play this again. Uh, we do it one more time. Coconut cream pie. Yes, coconut cream pie. Um, I wanted to introduce you to a relatively new religion called Chonkism. Now, Urban Dictionary defines the Chonk as a fat or aggressively fluffy animal. Now, followers of Chonkism are known as Chonkists and Chonkers, interchangeable, and they are usually found in most feline homes. <laughs> Well, these cuties can be identified by large furry bellies and a swaying ass when they walk around. Some chonkits will squeak when ascending and or descending stairs. Chonkits will accept donations of pet treats, rare and special cat foods, and random human foods. Now, on their most holy holidays, such as the recent thanks for being our food slaves, chonkits will usually wander the neighborhood meowing plaintively for attention while wearing a dab of Irish butter on their noses. Yes, one of our cats actually practices chonkism. 
She is a 14-and-a-half-pound chunkist, and she's proud of it. Chunkists matter. Bye. Oh. Thank you, Dame Bemrose. Oh, there's for so, the win. There are yes. There, uh, let's see, chances matter. Was it was a? There, I'm, I'm thinking this says chunkers and chunkers, but I think chances matter is a uh, is the uh, that oh beautiful uh, chances matter. I mean that's a that's a <laughs> um, yeah. We got that. Um, let's see. There's this. Yeah, we we have we have our own. Uh, you know, we have our own uh, a chunkism. You know, that living in our living in our place. Although he's he's apparently he's grown. He is not quite chunk a enough because i don't think he quite weighs enough yeah possibly not yeah. but he has filled out a bit yeah well yeah exactly so we okay we, I, um it's amazing how that snuck in when we were trying to end the show <laughs> like i said the voice of the universe yeah we, we we have to listen to the yeah this is how you end these things yes okay Dude, you got a double dose of bemlet oh jeez, I'm, I'm 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 I should say a double dose of Bemrose. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna. So am I gonna play the ending again? Because we already played the ending. You're gonna end up editing. Uh, yeah. Well, that doesn't matter because because I mean, seriously, I could, we're gonna have to play the ending again because. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. There it is. Dame Bemrose snuck it in, screwed phone boy up. Good job. I love it. All right. We're, we're this is how we end it. Jordan fades back. Swoosh, and that's the game. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.